Hello and welcome to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup for research published between the 24th and 30th of May 2022. I'm Katrina Pears, the research correspondent for the EMI Association. There have been seven new ME-CFS studies and 15 studies on long COVID this week. None of the research published this week particularly caught our eyes, but we have given details of two of the studies. Paper 1 is a detailed review on the pathobiology to date on ME-CFS. The paper hypothesises that ME-CFS research may benefit by looking at the role of the innate immune system of the brain in greater depth. Specifically, the authors look into neogreal cells and the link to the two common features in ME-CFS, post-exertional malaise and reduced cerebral blood flow, CBF. Neuroglial cells are not nerves and do not produce electrical impulses in the brain and neurosystem. They perform specific jobs at keeping the brain functioning. Their primary function is to support the neurons there are a variety of subtypes of these cells. The authors have provided a brief summary of their research, which helps shorten the lengthy reading of the full paper. The authors also provide a very good bite-sized tweet explaining the steps in their review, which is definitely worth a read. It is a great shame that this is yet another review paper with no further biological studies. The evidence presented is limited by the small number of small-scale studies performed in this area, which are rarely followed up with larger trials. Therefore, I hope the researchers use their evidence to conduct trials in this area, especially seeing as they recommend research should be in this area. Paper 3 is a preprint study, so it has not undergone peer review, so the science has not been verified on the use of cytokine, which are small proteins involved in cell signalling to diagnose such conditions such as ME-CFS, post-Lyme treatment disease, PTLD, and post-acute COVID-19, PACS. The study used models, specifically a design tree model using a classification and regression tree CART algorithm. Although the premise of this study is exciting, as there is a huge need to be able to distinguish between these conditions, I do not feel that this research is strong, especially given the one-sentence abstract conclusion, which says proper classification of these inflammatory conditions with very similar symptoms is critical for proper diagnosis and treatment. Furthermore, there is also a lot of lacking information, such as the recruitment of patients, Details on the patients, such as age, sex, duration of illness, classification criteria for ME-CFS, the raw data of the cytokine levels for each group, no verification of the results in the model with an independent cohort, very little detail on the cytokine found in their role. Details are lacking on how these three conditions can be characterised. In conclusion, I feel this research needs a lot more investigation to make a strong case for using cytokine to separate between ME-CFS, Lyme and Long Covid. You may also be interested in reading paper 7 on autoimmune characteristics in ME-CFS. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. 
and we'll be back next week with the next instalment.